Hey, welcome back. This is 2D Movie Night. 2D I guess that's what we're calling night. it. If yep. uh, if we put the title on the other episode, if it doesn't change, that is what we have called this. This is 2D Movie Night. We're looking at two dads talking movies. <laughs> I am Mark. I am your host this evening. And my partner over here is... Q. Q. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. Also, your host this evening. I forgot to say we're co-hosts. We're gonna get co-hosts. Yeah, yeah, officially, officially a co-host. <laughs> it's all good. We'll get this thing rolling. We'll get into a groove. Right. We're just two guys. Uh, we're in our forties now, and we're trying oh, yeah. to talk about movies that we used to like. We have ne- maybe never seen, but we yeah. think we would enjoy. Uh, so that's oh, what yeah. we're doing here. Um, we are picking mostly movies from the eighties. Maybe slip a little nice movies in. I have a theory that movies from 1988 are the best movies of all time, but we are still exploring that topic. I'm, and I'm here to test that theory because um, <laughs> the first two movies that we watched were both from 1988. Uh, I guess, Mark, you were uh, gracious enough to actually, you know, appease me and, and, and uh, you know, agree to my suggestion. So episode one was a fantastic ride. This one... Um, this one was good. We'll get into it. But um, yeah, I, I definitely went and chose another movie from 1988. So far, I'm trying to suggest movies that I haven't seen. So I'm sure we'll get into some other selections. But that's where I've gone so far. Excellent. And what is the movie we're watching this week? <laughs> this week, we are watching 1988's fine cinematic <laughs> offering, Picasso Trigger. <laughs> that's right picasso trigger the sequel to hard ticket oh, to man. hawaii dude yeah hard ticket to hawaii and it's funny you mentioned that right um every time i watch one of these movies because i've never watched any of them either in succession or trying to figure out the chronological order um it's probably something i need to look into but i swear um what's it what's the very first one i think is uh hard ticket to hawaii or either it's um, Miami something or other. I can't uh, Miami, remember what it's called. Malibu Express, I think, is the first Malibu one. Express. That's it. I knew there Which, was an M in there somewhere. Yeah, I had to look that up. Because yeah. when we picked this movie, I said, oh, it's the sequel to Hard Take to Hawaii. What, do they make, like, three of these? No. <laughs> it made, he like, just made... Yeah, yeah. It made, like, nine of these. You might tell me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe they made. I thought uh, Hard Ticket to Hawaii was the first one. No, that's not the first one. Yeah, and then I thought exactly. I was like, oh, this is the third. This must be like the ending of the sequel. Now nah, they just kept yeah. cranking these bad boys out every two years yeah. for like five yeah. years. And, and I think I kind of knew that, right? Which kind of makes it a little disappointing because I want to, I want to round this out, right? Like you want to do like the Andy Sidaris trilogy, right? And like be like, hey, we watched all of them, but there's just so many, and you can only take so much because. You know, they're all pretty much similar, with exception of, I'm sure, Hard Ticket to Hawaii is probably the outlier of all the crazy stuff. But that was a fantastic, fantastic watch, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to find another gem, because I had never heard of Hard Ticket to Hawaii before we watched it. So I'm hoping there's going to be some some other gem. Uh, but let's get into it and see if this yeah. was that gem. <laughs> we'll, save, okay, let's... we'll save the final thoughts for later. Guess, but yeah. <laughs> okay 
Uh, let me, oh, I forgot my book. I have paper notes. I should probably switch these to digital. Ooh, showing your Only age there, man. Two two pages this time. Nice, nice. Kept nice. it on two. Uh, do you want to do the recap, or like, do you want to lead the recap, or do you want me to do it? Oh, I don't have, man. Uh, so I'm going to get lost in this movie. Well, <laughs> I, I'll keep you on track. I mean, because to be honest with you, the way the, the first one flowed was fantastic. I will tell okay. you that I kind of just took notes. I like the detail that you did to go through um, the recap. So I don't. I obviously don't mind doing that as well, but I think I need to be prepared for that, which I was not. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll do. I'll, I'll do the um, best I can with the. I don't have as many scene by scene things as the other movie because okay. the other okay. movie I would write down like, and then yeah, they yeah. went here, and then they went here. This movie <laughs> went everywhere. No, no biggie, okay. man. We'll, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it put together between the two of us. I think we can do it. <laughs> All right. All right. So. All right, so we'll get into recapping this movie. I'm going to take the reins of uh, leading us down this cinematic masterpiece. Um, So it starts out in France. And this rich... Oh, first of all, I guess we should talk about the title sequence. Not as good as Slugs. Straight up. No, no, no. Kind of sucks. Music is too loud. I was like, oh, this is is no bueno. And then it cuts to... so loud? (laughs) It was loud, right? Yeah, weird. So then it cuts to this guy, rich, uh, boring, rich guy, saying he's going to donate his world-famous painting of the Picasso Triggerfish, which looks like a painting you'd see of like at a Days End in Orlando. It's so bad. It's cheesy. It's pretty cheesy. Which I, yeah, I, I, I had like, questions. I was like, is this really painted by Picasso? Like, what's going on here? Well, fact of the day, it was painted by someone on the staff. Because yeah. I... <laughs> found out that that is where it, it, it hangs above his bedroom uh to this day uh anyway so he's donating this i think 20 million dollar painting oh, to something somebody astro- something astronomical yes yeah anyway everybody gives him a clap holds up their champagne glasses and uh you know says neat um so he he does that goes outside oh we see we see pull up on a which i think was the coolest part of the movie on a motorcycle and a sidecar, a priest oh and another god. dude. Oh my god! And I was yes, like, yes. "Oh man, this we gotta priest. pause here. <laughs> we gotta pause here because that sidecar was ridiculous. Like it looked like the shortest, most uncomfortable sidecar of all time. Like I literally thought for a second that the priest had no legs. Like yeah, it was. It and was I thought he so might have been a mannequin at some point because he was stone faced, <laughs> bumping, bumping in there in a tiny sidecar. Yeah, he, and then, he's riding in the sidecar as if he's on his knees, right? Like he, yeah, like he's in a a kayak on his knees or something. It's the it's the craziest looking, most uncomfortable sidecar ever. Yeah, and then he's all serious and he pulls up and pulls out like a German paratrooper rifle and like <laughs> points it at this dude and blammo, right in the heart, right, right in the heart, heart in broad daylight, just. Straight up priest sidecar assassination in broad daylight. Yeah. We just keep it moving. And this is how Straight we Straight up ass assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so let's see. I'm waiting for my notes. I, I wrote down, damn, this music sucks. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> right. oh, oh, real quick. So, oh, wait, wait. Are we on the boat yet? I'm letting you, I'm letting you do your oh, thing. Oh, I think in- instantly from this. Bam! Equal opportunity ogling. This guy's smuggling some grapes. Oh, and yeah, he's yeah. Talking on the I phone call. I think yeah. that's Blue, like the next scene. Blue Moose Knuckle. Did you notice that the name of his uh, his yacht was the Malibu Express? 
Damn it, it probably was. That's <laughs> There's little things like that, right? Because it, what I learned is that everything in this movie is borrowed. Yeah. Like that's that's got to be Andy Sedaris's yacht. 100. It has to be. It 100% and, has to be. I got to admit I did listen to the whole audio commentary of this movie oh, again. Oh, that's awesome. Cuz I'm a maniac. <laughs> I thought what insights could I gather from this delicious audio commentary? Turns out <laughs> Not a lot. It's Andy Sedaris oh. and his wife just like patting themselves on the back for an hour and a half for how great yeah. this movie is. <laughs> Dude, when I saw, that's funny you bring that up. When I saw that Arlene Sedaris produced this movie, I was like, wait a minute, is wife okay at this? So, uh, that is the I'm... lovely Mrs. Sedaris. And the best part of the other commentary is every time there's like a nude scene, he's like, oh yeah, look at the breasts on this one. She's just so beautiful. And his wife is like, sigh you know, oh like... no right like oh my god i can't believe she co-signed this that was that was so bad yeah for, i mean bad for nine for nine movies of this series he made other movies too and but that's all, just what they did that's all yeah. that's exactly what they do that was we'll their business into, we'll get into the boob scenes we'll get into them because it's yeah it's comical because there's a lot of them oh yeah um so so the, I, all i got is that guy smuggling grapes he takes a <laughs> phone call he's like someone's been killed the picasso trigger has been killed sure yeah. uh, and then i and then i said bring on the classy strip joint and it is some kind of western review that's trying real hard and trying so hard. the worst the worst dancing and we don't get one of it like one scene of this like they bring it back as if this is the hot ticket in vegas which i was confused because i was like wait are we in paris or are we in texas where are we and then all of a sudden i think it was vegas because it seemed like a las vegas uh, I guess burlesque would be more of the appropriate yeah. name here. Yeah, not, but yes, you, you're talking about the fantabulous burlesque duo of Kim and Patty Cakes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was Patty Cakes. I'm so glad you caught that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Patty Cakes? Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> oh by the way. She calls her Patty Cakes later. Like, yeah, give her face. She, she calls her Patty Cakes later. <laughs> As if that's her real name. And the funny thing about it is, like, I shit you not, it is probably the worst dancing and the worst choreography you've ever seen. But there is one guy, one guy in the crowd in this scene. He is into it, man. He is, it is the best show he's ever seen. You can't tell him any different to me. I love yep. that guy. <laughs> yep. And I wrote some things about the people in the crowd, but not that dude. I, I think I just wrote down this dude's hair. Oh my God. Maybe it's the suit. And it was the black guy with the jerry curl, the square jerry curl. I don't think that was a real Jerry curl. I don't know what was going I, on, but that was, it was, and he was so buff. Like, I was like, this dude is ripped. He's, he's like popping out of his clothes, but that hair, man, I couldn't take him seriously because of that damn hair. Fact time. Former uh -oh. Mr. Universe. That guy. What? Yeah. That's why he was like double jacked from everybody <laughs> else in the movie. <laughs> he was muscles on top of muscles, man. Yeah. Like I was jacked. I felt bad so for him. So very strong. Uh, and uh so and then, oh yeah uh i was like every single one of these people does porn for sure this is like a, 90, a 90s porno um so the also the white guy looks like uh green bay linebacker clay matthews he looks just <laughs> like clay matthews it could be i guess his dad at this point i don't know maybe it's just the long blonde hair and the and the jacked physique i, I, I don't think know it's the, i think it's the <laughs> all right uh Oh yeah, so there's they're talking to these two guys, Clay Matthews and like an old 
a fatter guy. Yeah. Old fat guy. Yeah. And they're, who, they're, who he's showing him some kind of he's yeah, he's showing him some kind of tracking device. Uh-huh, and then he puts uh-huh. it in a rose and yep. then he like gives it to someone. I've yep, kind of lost yep, track yep. already of what's going on. And then I wrote, Oh, they're spies. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, yep. So yep. Then it was the weirdest on. thing. Like I'm trying to remember exactly how you're right, it was a tracking device. But it was like the director couldn't think of a good way to covertly put a tracking device. So they went with the overt route, which was hiding it in a yellow flower and then having a waitress, I think, hand them the yellow flower or something. As if that's something that most people do is hand yellow flowers to people. I don't know. Yeah, it was so obvious I couldn't tell what was happening. I I was like, whose side is he on? Already I've lost. (laughs) So they go outside and they get into the world's shittiest car. (laughs) <laughs> and I instantly know this car is going to blow up because <laughs> it's like it, it might've been towed. It's barely uh-huh. running. It's got like cracks everywhere, uh-huh. rust. And these two like nice looking, they got, you know, driving it around. We got to get, we got to get out of town to find this thing or whatever. There's just some <laughs> nonsensical plot point. Uh-huh. And then instantly one of my favorite parts, a helicopter shows up out of nowhere. Well, out of nowhere. And then with a, with a guy with a bazooka stays sticking out the window. <laughs> Yeah, a fucking bazooka. Like, cause that that's that, and this is a theme, a common theme of, let's think of the most astronomical, like, inaccurate weapon that we could possibly think of, and just blow shit up. Like, we're not assassins. Like I said, we're not covert. We are. It's overt ops. It's like it's like a common theme of overt ops, and I love it. It's eighties action explosions, like a lot. Yeah, they have to have. It, this is also part of the. Uh, babes, boobs, and uh-huh. bombs series. Uh-huh. Is the that triple it? Bs. Right? Yep, yep, triple Bs. Yeah, the triple B series. Everything <laughs> has to blow up or have boobs on it. Boobs or boobs. And <laughs> anyway, so they're attached to babes. <laughs> yeah, they can be on the bombs. You never know. But at this point, they drive like off the road, and they're like they're they're uh, trapped, and the helicopter blows the shit out of them uh-huh. in a nice. A nice explosion. Mm-hmm. Explode. Car explode. And then a classic of this movie, just like instantly cut to something else. Uh-huh. It's like, whatever, we're moving on. Uh, and oh, I said, don't, oh. Don't forget, po- don't forget the poem, though. There's like a random theme of poems where like the guy who blew up the bazooka, he like, oh, he just goes on the radio. He goes, the ones with the flowers have been scattered this hour. And I remember That's writing like, right. why did he talk in a poem? Is this a theme? And seem to be <laughs> yeah he's, he's like sending like code words yeah. to the other guys because the yeah. other guys are like the flowers are done man yeah. right like but they're on a phone it's not like they're like the the enemy is intercepting the call it's like <laughs> oh it makes no sense it makes no yeah. sense <laughs> all right and then uh i said ah the return of the busty fbi agents or whatever they are because I think they work for some kind of agency. I don't know. They did in the yeah, last one. Yeah, I think they finally, they kept calling them agents, agents, agents. And then they finally said the federal government at one point. So, yeah, I yeah. guess they're some fantasy FBI booby agents or something. Right. Because as soon as they show agents. them, they're they're just in lingerie. Just like <laughs> all the time. White lingerie. The, the first time we see them, yes! they're like waking up from their nap. Oh, my God. What happened? Because yep, all women just, sleep together in the sexiest lingerie on a yacht. Yeah, <laughs> and they wake up and then instantly go to the shower scene. I don't think 
I think one of them like instantly showers. One of the many showers oh, in this movie. Yeah. 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 Just wake up and take the, the shower that makes no sense, right? Like I, I might need to start watching my wife shower more because I mean, is it a is this how all females shower? Do they just is that like, what happens in there? <laughs> do they stand there and just slowly pour water down their bodies and all that good stuff? No, like, I think there's a lot of weird positions where they try to shave their legs and shit. There's like a you know, yeah. you put your leg up here and you gotta put your leg not, up here. Not a good look in there. In the shot. Boobs gotta be in the shot though. Yes. <laughs> you have to be full in there. Um Hard to tell who's the bad guy. Oh, anyway, he puts on. So the this two the two guys show up, uh, Asian guy and white guy, uh, and and I thought this was a this is a point. They're trying to fl- uh, fly a plane with a bomb on to it uh-huh. into this thing because the women have gotten off and they went snorkeling and, and went to yeah. the shore. Yeah, worst recon, that. worst recon ever. Yes. Yeah, they're like they're definitely in there. So. <laughs> The way why I bring up he's an Asian guy is because they have him put on a kamikaze headband before he crashes this plane into the boat, and I was like, "Ooh, yeah. the touch, the touch you got there." The yeah, they had to. <laughs> it's I, I mean, it's the eighties. I, I I don't know what it is, but like, there hasn't been a reckoning yet, obviously, where they're like, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> just like let's just roll with it because they give um they give super buff black afro guy they give him like when he finally gets to like lean into a lean into a ro- uh, um a line we'll talk about that later but when he finally gets to lean into a line they, it's got to be extra black and it's got to be it's got you know what i mean <laughs> yep they are not subtle in this movie all right so tiny uh the tiny molokai cargo plane blows the shit out of that boat definitely blew up that boat although i did hear in the commentary that it's it's the outside of one boat and the inside of another boat that's the theme for every scene in this movie. It's the outside oh. of something. It's the inside of something else. Because it's, like it's, like it's like a pond. It's like a pontoon boat or like a catamaran. They blow up, but it, so that wouldn't have like a whole cabin with a bathroom in there. It's like the room, man. It's like the room. Yeah. What what a filmmaker. <laughs> and then I wrote, nobody reacts in this movie. Like the women are on the shore and they're just like, "Oh, our boat." Yeah. Like, should have been you. I think someone's <laughs> trying to kill us. Oh well, let's run down the beach. <laughs> yeah, just like maybe do two or three takes, director. Just like use some film up. Oh, this is constant one take, man. One take, yep. brother. Let's get out of here. <laughs> we got it. One. We're saving we forty five dollars on this scene. Nailed All it. right. Run out of film. <laughs> uh, but and then they cut back to Texas. Uh, there's a, a rancher. Uh, he drives his jeep up. He gets out, he goes to the horses, and then he talks to the little Pedro here and says, hey, how about you get us some sandwiches? And the guy says, si, senor. Gets in the, gets in the Jeep. Jeep blows yep. up. Jeep. Oh, because there's two guys two guys with a trigger going, yeah, got him. <laughs> uh, it turns out that this guy, have we, we introduced to that guy yet? This is the first time we've seen him. Uh, is this the dude that's like the main big cowboy hat guy? Thing? He's like yeah, the... cowboy hat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, somebody's trying to kill me, type of thing. And I can't remember what. I think that's the first time we saw him. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, there's so many quotes I've written written down. So I I don't know why I wrote this down. When I get you home, you're in for a bumpy ride yourself. Yeah. There's something a guy said to who it was. It, I think I might have missed a scene here. This is what I'm saying. I didn't write down scenes. Um. Oh man. I was it. I can't. Was recall. it? Was it? I think it might have been when they were hitchhiking. 
They're oh, hitchhiking they the and they find they that the guy. The Jeep? They get in the back, of course. The back Everybody of the does that. I, I wrote a note. I wrote a note. Are they going to sit down in the back of this Jeep? No. Like they, they're going to stand they up. Out, they hitchhike. Sexy, sexy hitchhiking in the back of this Jeep, right? Because that's how they get to their next destination since someone blew up their blew up their uh, their yacht, pontoon yacht. <laughs> and they stand up. They stand up. They got to blow everything in the wind. Boobs, hair, everything's yep. got to blow in the wind. They're standing up in the Jeep as it's, you know, whipping through the countryside. Uh, and this is where we finally learn that they're federal government agents, I think. And then I, I also wrote say a, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they must have talked. I think they must have talked to the guy who almost got killed when when Pedro was his name actually Pedro. I can't oh, it just made that up. He's just. Like, I, I I almost paused it to see what they called him because. Well, apparently, I, I totally missed fa- it. Fact, uh, that guy doesn't speak Spanish. The Pedro, the unknown yeah. ranch hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He couldn't speak Spanish at all. He's like, his name is like Mike. He's from El Paso or something. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, anyway, that's fantastic. So I'm getting all the facts from the uh, audio commentary. So they, okay. get on the, they get on the toy train and they go back to their house or whatever. And then uh, they get back into their official government issue booty shorts as they're getting into their plane. <laughs> And this is yeah. this is their uniforms from the last movie. This is yep. like their I recognize the brown outfits. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, and then uh, they cut straight to uh, this dolphin trainer guy at the Molokai Sea World or whatever. Yeah. And this guy and this guy's is. hair is his, his own character. Yeah. His is that hair the ponytail is there? the ponytail with a greasy pompadour <laughs> in the front. <laughs> It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I couldn't stop looking at it. Every time he was on scene, every time I was on scene, I was like, there he is again. <laughs> and it's a side pony too. Like yeah. he does the bold side pony where it's just coming. Down I did. I wrote that side ponytail pompadour. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. It's totally. I almost came on this this call tonight with my hair done like that, but I thought I, I couldn't, I couldn't look at myself. And, oh, and talk dude, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Do you recognize this? It's all greasy. Do you recognize this? And I'm like, yeah, side pony kickboxing. I would have had to learn how to braid it, though. <laughs> all right. Um, and I guess somebody calls him. I'm assuming it's the main guy calling everybody to, like, get yeah. get the team back together. Get the team together. Yeah, it's like A-team type thing. Or I guess it's the B-team. Yep. <laughs> but I think before we get the real team, we cut to Agent Pantera. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Knows this other guy and is horny. Is what I oh, yeah. She's horny all right. Does she, does she immediately go to that guy's house? Dude, it's the apartment? weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing. Like, they meet up. I feel like they meet up at a restaurant first. It's like, we've seen her with the we've seen her with the bad guy at some point. With the yes. Picasso trigger. Yes, but she's yes, supposed yes, to be yes, a yes. double agent. Exactly. And then she immediately shows up to this guy's house. And she's just like, she's no, he shows up to her house because he... She's inside wearing lingerie, and he walks in and's like, "Oh hey. yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right." Yeah, and then like they established that I guess they knew each other back in the day, and I think they broke up. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. started in the house because I remember writing, uh, so much sexy talk just to get dressed up and go out. Like they are getting hot and heavy in the room, and you're like, "Oh yeah, hundred percent, this is a sex scene." But no, it's not. They just put clothes on and then leave. Yeah. And- it's like eat. it's like the writer director doesn't know how to write normal interactions between men and women. It like <laughs> has to be the scene, you know, has to be the lead up to sex. Exactly. Even when it's just we're going out. We're, we're just leaving, but we got to talk as if we're about to bang. 
because he he says a lot. He like grabs her by the hip or something and says, "Cats are crazy about me." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, cats are." Okay, <laughs> so and then bad. nothing happens. They just nothing. they leave, go nothing. to dinner. And they leave. They leave because he, he doesn't. That's he doesn't they go leave. dancing, don't they? Don't they go dancing? Yes. Yeah. And I wrote, uh, I wrote the note crowded dance floor, and I also had the note that everyone was listening to a different song. Like nobody is dancing to the same beat, same rhythm. It is just chaos. It's utter chaos. Classic move. Uh, there is no audio when they're recording because they have to record the audio of the people speaking. So they just tell everybody in the background, "Hey, dance, dance or something." That that's exactly why <laughs> it looks like they're all listening to a different song. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so funny. That's I didn't awesome. really, I, so I I remember that like that line dancing bar scene, but I have no notes. Like I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was my main note. That and then like these, like everybody's dancing, everybody's dancing, and I, you know, took the note in that nobody's listening to the same song. And then all of a sudden, this random old couple comes jamming across the screen. They look like they were having so much fun. They were so cute. You're right. <laughs> so I I know what happens next though. They do go back to her place. Oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they get they get the business going. Yeah. And I. And I, I wrote down the one note is that the kissing noises are so loud in this. <laughs> Dude, so so look, I, I at this point, because I've watched this movie in like pieces, right? I was watching like 20, 30 minutes here and there. So at this point, this is, uh, I think my daughter, Dylan, she's 11. She's getting ready to go to bed in the other room. And um, I'm watching, watching, watching. And it's right on the scene. And I'm like, oh, man, they're about to bang. And she, like, as soon as they start getting into it, she busts in the room. I felt like I was 16 years old. I was like, oh, God, where's the remote? I had to pause it. I had to pause it. But they hit me with the bait and switch because, oh, they're going at it. And then it just cuts away. (laughs) This is is not slugs where you get 15 thrusts in a tense orgasm. Oh, there's no thrust. I think there's zero thrusting in this movie. (laughs) Well, I... I read an article, like an interview with this dude, Andy Sedaris, and he's like really proud of the fact that there's no below the waist stuff yeah. and there's no thrusting. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but you show boobs like 45% yeah, yeah. of the movie. I hear you. And here, and see, this is the, the note that I took away is this, this, is that this movie plays like it is a playboy, right? Like I, in some respects, I feel like playboy thinks it's classy. Like it's like, it's naked women, but it's not raunchy. You know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. doesn't get all up in your business like a hustler would. So I guess, I guess he tried to take that same theme and was like, well, we all like naked women. So let's just have them naked and enjoy. And it's like, okay, I guess I get it right. These are attractive women that are naked. But with the, then what happens is every scene is so awkward because it's just oddly placed nudity. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like you should have cut out, I mean, eighty percent of the nudity and just did one really intense sex scene. <laughs> so <it made> definitely <laughs> more impact. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the kissing the sounds are insane. <laughs> so anyway, I think he cut to the next day, and I think the rest of the team learns. It feels like they learn about this killing from the newspaper. Like he picks mm-hmm. it up and he's like, "Hey, that yeah. guy was killed." And I'm like, yep. "Don't you already know this? Like, what are you doing?" <laughs> extra, extra, read all about it. All right, so they're at like this diner, and I think we're back in Texas, and they're yes. being trailed. Oh, ooh, by the way, is Uncertain Texas a real place? Apparently, a real place, real restaurant, Uncertain Texas, great food. Huh, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in this movie is real. They're, I mean, like, sort of. Uh, awesome. uh, all the locations are real. Like, when that lady 
at the end of the scene is like the Sarge's party barge. That's really Sarge. Oh, every everybody is like unpaid, uncredited, That's whatever to awesome. save a buck. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> so they like give these guys. They want to go in and eat. I think they do eat. They eat like a whole meal, and then they come out and they want to give these guys a slip. So he says like distract them, and they they throw a can that way or something, and they jump on the party boat. Jump on this jump boat on the they boat. steal. And so these all these two other guys are chasing after him, and then we got a boat chase. The classic boat chase. chase. Fucking boat chase. Which, this was com- this was comical. This was extremely yeah. comical. Because because the guys that were trying to kill him, first of all, I wrote the note. Um, a shotgun is a terrible choice for a bo- for a boat battle. So <laughs> yeah. so the guy the guy <laughs> the the nefarious characters that are trying to take them out are chasing them, and and the guy who's shooting has literally a shotgun, and he's like. 50 60 yards away as they're swerving around through, through this lake yeah. on these two boats and he's hitting absolutely nothing speaking of hitting absolutely nothing our other hero pulls out like an antique luger and yes. starts blasting away and doesn't hit anything doesn't hit just a like thing. bam 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 i got you and he's yeah. he's like a little and, kid he's just like bah, yeah. bah, 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 bah. and it's so bad that even they wrote into the audio like like okay this is funny let's 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 lean in here and like the, the older guy who's driving i can't remember his name but sarge yeah. i guess we can call him or lieutenant like i think they call D- him LT dick cheney yeah. <laughs> he's like oh oh you can't shoot you can't hit anything you, you know what i mean it's like a common theme that this guy travis can't shoot i think his name is travis and it should have been was... more funny it was like yeah. it was like it, it was, that was, was that like would have been a funny joke yeah, yeah. It was like matter of fact that yes, we are gonna miss everything, and then we're gonna make fun of you, Travis, the moose knuckle Travis. That's the guy with the blue, the blue hammock. The yeah, that hammock. is the same dude. <laughs> and I think somebody literally says that guy's a bad shot. I think it's yeah. like, the, is it him? I, I thought I might have been the guys he was shooting at. They were like, this guy sucks. <laughs> this guy's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> LT takes. Yeah, he's so bad. I think, I think Pantera takes one of them out. Yeah, she catches yeah. them in the pontoon boat. She, she, yeah. she catches this boat chase on the party barge, and she has time to like screw in her special like uh, yeah. water based sniper rifle, and then takes this guy right out in the chest. And then the other then the other guy has to take over, and he's like looks like Tackleberry from the Police Academy. He comes yep. out there, like a, yep. He's uh, got the Desert big Eagle five caliber yeah. six shooter, and he's like, "Let me show you how a real man shoots," or something like that. Definitely <laughs> says, "I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot that gun right out of his hand." And then it hits him square in the chest. <laughs> he missed the gun, arguably. I'd say he's not. Yeah. And he, he says something like, oh, okay. <laughs> that, that'll work well, too. That, that, that works too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then I wrote down this music sounds like the Green Hill Zone from Sonic the Hedgehog. It's like the interstitial <laughs> has like, bing, 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 bing. I was like, man, they're about to start up. Anyway, uh, I just wrote down Hair Guy is back. We cut back to Hair Guy. Yep. And I think it's the Avengers Assemble moment. They're around oh, the coffee dude. big boardroom. I, <laughs> I was like, it's yep. like a sexy Justice League. Getting all these agents <laughs> together. <laughs> sexy nice. Justice League. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's, uh, um, so I think, uh, who's it? We have no no character names in this movie, right? We have no idea who these people are. I got a couple. So is okay. there, are you about to talk about the blonde who cannot stand Pantera for some odd reason? Right, she's like I said. She says something like, I, "I'm a little jealous." I'm like, "You should be jealous." <laughs> <laughs> He's banging your your, your guy. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Donna. She, 
that's Donna. She's the main, Donna. like the main, main yeah. one of the main agents or whatever. Yeah. Donna does not like Pantera. Who, who's her boyfriend? You said why. Mike. He said uh, Travis. He said Travis. Mike. I think Tra- Travis is Travis is the uh, no shooting main, guy. The main character, the main, the okay. main, uh, main dude. That's Let me go with Travis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and then I just wrote Titays. Because I think they cut yeah. to today's. Lots of today's. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember what scene this was, but apparently after the boardroom scene where they all decide what to do. Yep. And then uh, title cards. It's Friday all of a sudden. Okay. Oh, like, yeah. All of a sudden it's Friday. It came out of nowhere. So I guess and I, was I, I'm glad you didn't see him either because I looked up and I was like, did I see a title card did earlier? I missed like, one yet. <laughs> it's been like 45 minutes. Started, they didn't stop. It was like. Now we're doing whole days in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it took a long time. And then I – so at this point, it starts moving a little faster. And then I kind of realized that this whole thing is just like Baywatch Nights with boobs, with nudity. Yep. It's like Baywatch Nights yep. with nipples. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> uh-huh. at this point, um, this is when they just like have like two random sex scenes out of nowhere. The sex scenes are coming hot and heavy in this one. It's yeah, like yeah right minutes. now, they just – they're banging them out left and right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like they might as well not even have dialogue in the middle. They're cutting to them so quick. Yeah, yeah. and if they're not having yeah, sex, the dialogue revolves around let's have sex, or we just had sex, or let's do it again. Like, <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be a real mix. The These are agents. My, yeah, my my notes in here agents. are all mixed up. I just wrote down random shit like <laughs> Jimmy John. He really knows yep. how to work the club. Yep, yep, yep. It, and they cut to him at that. How to work the club. <laughs> I was really, like, that's fast. I was like, Jimmy John's, that's fast. That's what I wrote. Yeah, fast <laughs> service. So, and they cut to him at the golf course, and he's like, getting, he's a caddy or something, getting schooled by his older people. Uh-huh. The guy yeah. who makes the putt is Andy Sedaris, the director of this movie. <laughs> is it? Oh, wow. He had, yep. it's like a Stan Lee cameo, man. So, it really is Avengers. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, but everything is just cut, it's just so quick. It's all innuendos and, cutaways from sex scenes before they actually have to show anything mm-hmm. um I, these words don't make any sense but they're gonna wait it says discovery and cut to butt did they cut yes. directly to someone's butt <laughs> yep they cut and they just this, the camera zoomed right in on butt cheeks <laughs> yeah and then we get some 80s fantasy hot tubbing oh uh, yeah is what she is what she's coming back in from like a long day at the work and she's like oh oh it's it's a. Uh, uh, Penelope or Penelope, what the hell? Is yeah, it? <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> uh, what the what the hell's her name? Uh, Porcupine. I, I, honestly, I don't remember what her name was. No, wasn't uh, it the burlesque dancers that you had the name? Oh, uh, Kitten uh, Patty Cakes. Wasn't it Patty Cakes? That gets the I don't think tub? it was one of them, dude. I don't know what's. Going oh no, on you're right. You're right. It's it's the it's Jimmy John and the other agent. Yeah, so. I can't remember the the second the second agent because it's Donna. And I can't, she must be, I think it's Taryn was her name. Taryn. Maybe. She's but cute. She's, a, she's a cute one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She must yeah. have been the, the most latest uh, 80s Playboy centerfold or whatever. Yeah, yep, yep, exactly. Yeah. Because every single one of these women is a Playboy centerfold at some point. Yep. Like, that's all point. of them. Yep. Um, <laughs> here we go. The, I think we cut to the professor at some point. They're at the, the, the condo in Malachi. They're like, yep. and the professor is just sticking explosives to stuff. Yeah, a boomerang. Yeah. Explosives look like <laughs> they look like M80s too, though. Yeah, they they just look like a whole bunch of M80s, and he's like, "Yeah, you just stick explosives to this and that." And, and he's so <laughs> proud of it. He's like, "Check yeah. this out. It's a remote control car. 
put some explosives put in some it. Explosives it's a boomerang. It. Put some explosives on it. It's Jeez. a cat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a Hugh Hefner type, right? Like the professor yeah. seemed like a Hugh Hefner type. Like I guess he was supposed to be like Charlie from Charlie's Angels or something, but he yeah, was like I think I recognized him from the other movie, and uh, yeah, he's just some old character actor that they got to just be the. The guy who comes up with stuff, he, he doesn't seem like maybe he's in charge. Maybe I, they never said anything about it. I've lost all yeah. track of who's in charge of these agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I guess it's the government, <laughs> but he's the he's like their cue. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he's their cue. Hey, it's me. Yeah. Okay. So now uh, we've cut directly away from that. Whatever's going on with those people <laughs> to the phone repair uh, scene where they have to get oh, into the yeah. bad phone guy's office. Scene. Yeah, God, this, is, this is probably my favorite scene of the movie. Oh, they it's, get it's in crazy. there, and instantly it. this dude is wearing a jumpsuit that's like open to his crotch. <laughs> the deep, deep hey, hey man, I'm here to fix the phones. And this whole thing is like a setup to a porno, right? It's like <laughs> the first, I got a pizza. Uh, so they get in there, and it's him and uh, formerly in the hot tub, cute girl, yeah. and they get in, in inside the door and they're confronted by like five or six of these large uh dudes I don't know what you want yeah, to call yeah like beefy henchmen are behind, the, mm-hmm. behind this guy and he's like there's no problem with the phones <laughs> and then they try to fix the phones for a bit like they have this dialogue where it's like <laughs> yeah. they're troubleshooting. yeah no the phones aren't working i see <laughs> it's like this, it's the weirdest thing and, he, and then like somehow he's convinced like he believes them out of nowhere and they're like oh well we don't have the stuff to fix it on our truck, so we'll be back Sunday. Will you be here? And his reply is, yeah, we live here. <laughs> so what, yeah, is I, this a house? Like, I'm so confused. Do you live at work? Where are we? <laughs> it's like a fortress of the bad guys that they all just yeah. stand around all day. This is like, our waiting, yeah, <laughs> Punching things. Um, oh, oh, okay. oh, real quick, real quick. Did you notice on the, um, the hard hats, the name of the company it was just no phone i didn't look co. that close oh was it phone co <laughs> phone co with a, with a picture of the receiver is phone co <laughs> I, I did learn that, of course every scene in this movie the outside of the door with the chinese thing on it is in one building the inside of the door is a set that ha- they had to recreate everything out of like balsa wood oh my because, god this guy's so proud of this he must I be know. proud of it he keeps doing it um Anyway, I don't know what happens next. I just say, cue the showering scenes. Uh, <laughs> never has a movie showed more showers than this movie. It's got to be number one on showers. It's got to be. There's like six of them in here. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. It's just random shower scenes. Yeah. So, and then I think, I don't know who showers. I have lost all track of the plot. Uh, <laughs> they cut back to the burlesque show. And I said, what is up with this act? Is the joke that it's so shitty? Because yeah. they doing that stupid, they show a lot of the dancing. This like this cut, oh, they like doing this horrible, just so, left so, and right. Yeah, it's terrible. So, so I guess before we get there, though, they had the epic fight scene, which I, I really enjoyed. I think they must have cut back to that because I I wrote a couple things in the in the middle. Uh, did I not write anything about that? No, I guess so, I, I, be, I it, no, it, I love it, the fight scene. I love the fight the scene. Fight Let's go scene back must to be that. Next, then the fight scene must be next then. I can't believe they didn't write anything down about that because it's like my favorite scene in the movie. Oh, dude. Uh, I got notes. I got notes. Okay. And we can go, you, we can you go straight the to way the fight scene because <laughs> that's go, when... Go ahead. Because they leave and come back, right? They, they leave I, I the phone. So. There's a lot of this, like, 
we have an established scene and then we just cut away to nonsense either it's a either it's a, a shower or you know heavy petting like i don't know <laughs> and then they cut back or maybe they pick up somewhere okay. else i don't know so i did write that down so my co- my notes are they cut to the burlesque people again for a second and then i said and then i wrote down hey, a hair dude gets in a fight okay so they do have this yeah fight yeah so it's so funny it's so interesting because i think this is how what they do is like they come when they first come phone co uh, and ponytail ninja guy when they first come she hides like an uzi in the ficus right. like before yeah. they go inside and i'm like what's going on like is she gonna grab that and bust it out and start shooting people but i swear she never picks this uzi back up but the way the fight breaks out is so insane to me that it's it's just hilarious and i love this whole scene so they they both come back right this is i guess sunday now because they said they were going to return so they come back and, and they're immediately approached by two henchmen that don't want to let them in the doors, right? And these two henchmen are armed, right? One of the guys has like a, an Uzi and the other guy's got a shotgun. I, I remember it was a shotgun. And Ponytail Ninja Dude, I think I wrote his name down later, I don't know, but Ponytail Ninja Dude says, you guys are under arrest, right? He 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 literally pulls out his badge and holds up a fist. He doesn't have a gun. Oh, says, dude, this is, I'm trying to read my own notes. I couldn't read that word that says badge, but you're hundred percent right. He holds, yeah, up, his he, fist he holds up the badge, and a badge. And his fist, his fist yeah. and a badge. You're under arrest to two guys who are obviously armed. And I paused for a second. Cause I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on? So I wrote that. I was like, this agent says you gentlemen under arrest holding up his badge and a fist, a fist. Like it was a gun. Yeah, it's like, yes, exactly. And then, and then the crazy thing is, the dude with the shotgun, inexplicably, the shotgun disappears and he has a knife in his hand. So now, oh, we're we're just hand to hand combating it. And fucking the, the the ancient with the fist and the badge just proceeds to kick the shit out of him. It just beats his ass out of nowhere. Oh yeah, I I wrote that he immediately gets taken into a scorpion hold. He's yeah. in this move that's like Boston he's doubled over. <laughs> And he immediately is in there and he's just like, he says to her, get the guns! Get the guns! I had to pause it because, okay, so this scene right here, it fascinated me. I was like, who choreographed this fight scene? Because we know we're at the late 80s and they're literally pulling out professional wrestling moves. Like, Ponytail Ninja, Side Pony Ninja gets caught in a fucking Boston Crab. And he's like, ah! Ah! <laughs> get it the guns! Painful. Get the guns! He was like, this is his best acting in the movie, because he looked like he was in pain. <laughs> she like, I think she shoots one guy. I can't even remember what happens, because all I know is it was then one-on-one. So, like, he gets out of the Boston Crab somehow by, like, lifting his, his like, up, he flips his upper torso up, right? And then he pokes this dude's eyes out like That's he right. literally pokes his eyes out he eye gouges him blood goes squirting everywhere and he's like ah he fucking blinds him with his fucking eye pokes and then all of a sudden it's kung fu style and it's like i don't know what's going on but this is fantastic <laughs> so then i think that i think blinded guy kind of goes away and he fights yep. the other guy right Yep, he fights the other dude kicks him in the nuts I, and then i gouge guy 
They kill the other dude. I think they kill I got, the other dude. I got this guy comes back with a gun, but he's like yeah. blind, right? And he's just like <laughs> shooting blind. in random directions. He, he shoots that, through the wall. He shoots yeah. through the wall and kicks through the wall like fucking Kool-Aid. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, and then he just comes and starts blindly spraying. He has no clues in the room, and that's he's when she gets the gun. Everything. I think that's when she gets the gun and kills that guy. Yeah, I think she blows yeah. him away. She blows yeah, him away. I think. Yeah, she kills him after that. It was insane, and I loved every minute of it. That was this, that, that was is probably, probably my favorite part. Yeah, that's probably the best scene in the movie for sure. <laughs> Because it has wild shit. It's got the guy. It's got the guy getting his eyes poked out. It's got yeah. him in that. Him in that crab hole is the funniest <laughs> thing because they cut directly to it, and I was like, "Oh, he's like full on scorpion." <laughs> get a get the guns. It's a guns. Yeah, he is completely uncomfortable. Oh, that man. was a genuine reaction. He was like, "God damn it, this sucks." <laughs> it's like he was working with the stunt guy, and the stunt guy was like the WWE trainer. It was like, "I got this move I can do on you," and he's like, "I can take it," and then he could not take it. <laughs> look, look, look! I found this out later because this scene made me. I was curious, was like, who choreographed these fight scenes? Because oh, yeah. I felt like it was a professional wrestler. Come to find out, it was. Travis the or not Travis excuse me it was side pony side pony ninja he he choreographed the fight scene oh yeah that's why yeah. he was so good his, his own that's scene, why he was man. so damn good dude <laughs> and I had to look it up I had to look it up but this guy yeah, was like a come like uh what's it called a kickboxing champion down in Florida okay yeah. yeah but again yeah. it's theme and movie everybody in the movie has to do like two jobs like they're like <laughs> they're like the caterer or the co- coordinator or whatever. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta save money somehow. We're not having, we're not having the lunch truck come around. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, okay, so uh, then we cut to another equally sort of insane thing where I just wrote down. So it's the, it's the, it's the pancakes and somebody else. They're doing their act again. For, for, I guess they're trying to sell this act to some like yes. big wig from out of town, some big yep. mafia guy. Yep. yep. And it's like they've shown this act like four times now, and it's like yeah. so uh, low it's rent. So that I'm bad. Like, this is so stupid. Like it's ruining, ruining this even shittier movie. Oh. That guy's anyway, though, by the way, the international yeah. mob boss. He's like, oh, they'll do. I'm like, will yeah. they? Oh no, he says fresh meat, or something like that. Something super gross like that. Um. So does she shoot first? Does she grab like a white shotgun from the back of the set or something? She grabs something. I think it was a shotgun because she shoots. Um, she immediately shoots the the mob boss like the right main in the face. dude. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, takes "Holy shit, this shit's going down!" <laughs> so it goes down pretty quick at that point, and uh, yeah. pa- pancakes takes one to the dome. To uh, the dome, I was, and I was like, "Not pancakes!" Yeah. Like, she gets shot in the like right in the eye or the face, and then she just grabs it and falls down. Yeah, she's out, and then uh, <laughs> um. She the girl with the white shotgun takes out the other dude, and I think uh, I wrote down that Jer- uh, Jerry Curl Gemini from the Gladiators <laughs> comes out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, oh, he that comes works, out in the singlet. So many levels. He comes oh, out in the singlet. <laughs> yeah, he had the singlet. The motherfucker looked like an American gladiator. <laughs> That's Jerry, what I had. Jerry Curl Gemini is fantastic. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. And I had to look up so many things for moment. that. This is what no, no, you're good because this is when he gets his black <laughs> moment, and he's like, "Wrong move, sucker!" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> god damn it!" Yeah, he comes <laughs> he just out. Really leaned in on that. And he's, "I'm gonna get you, sucker!" In all over this place. 
he takes care of business though. Um, and then he he care. Then she's not dead. It, it was no. a, it was a fake out. She got yeah, grazed. Uh, yeah, looked like she totally she got, got grazed. But we all yeah. saw it. Her face fucking exploded. <laughs> yeah, she took her in the because yeah, she got grazed apparently. <laughs> Um, yeah, she got grazed like Carl in The Walking Dead. It should have been like... <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so he oh, picks her up and they leave. And another another catchphrase, he looks around like three dead dudes and is like, we should get the cleaning service in here. <laughs> or what I call the maids or some bullshit. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, all right. <laughs> that makes but, no sense. Okay, you have you have to run. You you're wanted for murder now. Um, <sighs> oh oh, so there. You know what's funny? I wrote down things in in order here. There, these two scenes are like interspersed. That's why I'm confused. Because the next thing I wrote is hair guy uh, slowly. He blocks the door. This is also okay. this is the my choice moment of that fight scene from before. Uh-huh. He comes in to that door. He blocks the door with the wood thing. Okay. Around really slowly. He's like, what am I going to do now? Roundhouse kick to the face. Oh, yes. Yes. Dude, the guy was standing right there. How'd you get kicked in the face? It made no sense. It made so no must sense. Have... <laughs> it was, that might have been that little, mo- I laughed out loud by myself. I cracked up too. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. How'd you not see him? He's standing right in front of you. Flying right roundhouse the to the fucking fit. And it was like so brutal. Yes. And he was like, he might as well have been whistling this the moment before, like nobody around here. Bam! Good so thing I'm funny. in this empty room. <laughs> <laughs> he threw that guy out the window, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, he he fights that guy, throws him out the window, and then so apparently they had a scene like that in the other movie in Hard uh-huh. to Hawaii or something. Yeah. And they filmed him on the same day. They just reused it. They just they just oh. threw two bodies out the window. Oh one was God, wearing white clothes, hilarious. one was wearing back clothes. They're like, oh, we'll use God. this someday. Just chuck another one out. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome, dude. That is so and, awesome. And I think that building is like Playboy headquarters in Los Angeles or something like that. Really? Oh, yeah. man. Because oh, Andy Sidaris. Like yeah. Andy Sidaris had an office at the Playboy headquarters where he would like just girls walking down the hallway. You want to be in a movie? Like yeah. Just, that's, that was his whole thing. Oh my god, that's fantastic! Yeah, so funny. Uh, and then we, um, I, there might be something in between this, but I wrote we cut to the motorcycle chase. It's uh, the <laughs> oh, two wait, girls. Wait. I got to give a nod because I love a, a good dad joke. I totally forgot about the one liner they dropped on the blind dude to get his eyes poked out. Yeah. Uh, the other agent, she she comes in, she goes, "Freeze! Don't even blink." <laughs> oh god! Like, oh. <laughs> it's like if this movie was made with like bigger stars. And like yeah. clear dialogue and like yeah. for better recording quality, it could yeah. have been. All these are lines that would have been sounded great coming out of Schwarzenegger's mouth, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's so funny. Don't even blink. And I was like, oh, that's an eye joke, wasn't it? <laughs> but, but that that joke, like I did hear that, and it just goes by. It's just like they kind of throw them away because they're not good yeah. at reading lines. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it goes, it, everything just goes too fast. It just like they whiz right by. Cuts to the next shower scene. <laughs> because obviously, as we've seen here, there's so much stuff in this movie. Yeah. Although this block is a good, like, action-packed block. This it's is the best part. Seriously, yeah. yeah. It's like the last third of this movie is fantastic. Yeah, they've, like, established all these, like, four or five different locations, and they're going to, like, have an action scene in every single one of them. Um, yep. So the, the motorcycle chase is uh, our two FBI agents 
are being chased by, I think, the original two people who tried to kill them, right? Yep, 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 yep. All right. Um, and uh, kudos to them. These two ladies do seem to be actually riding these bikes. They don't see, I don't see any stunt women. No, they're that, really that's doing them. it. Yeah, they look pretty yeah. good on there. A couple times I thought they might eat it, but they cut away. Uh, <laughs> um, at some point, she checks on her exploding boomerang just to make sure she has it. Um, <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote boomerang. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Classic. That's a bad joke. <laughs> boomerang is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So they they run around for a while to like try to shoot each other a little bit. There's never. It's like unclear what was happening. The two ladies kind of get away a little bit. And they, and one of the how does the first guy get killed in the motorcycle? Uh, first guy get killed in the motorcycle. Oh, he just gets shot. They, I'm, they're I'm like, pretty sure they shot him, and then the other one tried to just escape. Yeah, and they chased him, and this this like whole cat and mouse of I'm just gonna drive ahead far enough so I'm out of sight, and then I'm gonna duck behind these bushes, and then this little I'll sign the, that I'll says get the, I'll get the drop on you. <laughs> no trespassing. That was his move. He was like, I'll I'll go away. I'll hide behind this tiny sign. <laughs> And what did not he expect? Explode the boomerang. <laughs> she she chucked that motherfucker, and he was just shooting away. And here it comes. <laughs> they just they blow up people in this movie. They don't blow up <laughs> yep. buildings. <laughs> people. <laughs> yep. She, I wrote it might as well have been a rock because she doesn't really use it as a boomerang. She just nope. like chucks it straight at him. <laughs> Anyway, he blows the oh. shit, he blows the hell up. Uh, it was like you could definitely tell it was a dummy when it blew up. Like half the yeah. dummy went one way, half of it went the other way. And it was yeah. like you could see where they tied, like uh, you know, it was full of straw. It was like a scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yep. So she, they get they, they got him. Um. At some point, I wrote her gun is zip tied to the bike because I definitely yeah. noticed that detail. Yeah. Is that whenever they stop, it, there's a full on zip tie that's holding the gun on the bike. Just a little details. Just a little um, detail. <laughs> yeah. So what I also noticed at this point is like these people love boobs and remote control cars, and that is just <laughs> yep. me at thirteen. And I mean, yep. this is this is like written by thirteen year old me. Yep, like, yep. and then they have a remote control plane, and they got a remote control helicopter, <laughs> and then we get to see your boobs. RC was the jam, man. <laughs> RC was the jam. That's when she opens up what I thought was a pizza box, and I fully, totally forgot about the RC car with the bomb on it in the back. Yeah. I, I didn't know what was in there, and then she popped it open. I was like, oh yeah, the RC car with the M eighties. <laughs> um. So I I don't know if we are I think we had missed at some point that the uh, the professor had developed some sort of crutch that he oh gives. the gun the gun crutch the, the gunch if the, you will <laughs> dude uh, closing credits they literally gave a nod they they put credits to the gun crutch designer mm. I wrote a note it was like did not see that it was like gun crutch. What did it say? Hold on. I wrote a note. Where's my note? Guncrutch engineer. Guncrutch designer. Ellen Jones Pryor. Nice. She, she put everything the in there. A calculator. <laughs> a laser. Just yeah, everything yeah, you can yeah. get. Oh, so, dude. We, yeah, yeah. We'll get to the guncrutch. We will well, get so to the, the guncrutch. So that, I think, is almost the next scene because when they show it, the professor comes up limping and he's like, you know, yep. sometimes you need to deceive them. And this thing's got everything yeah, in hand. Yeah, so the next thing you see him using it, and he's like, "I thought it was a diaper attached to his leg, but I guess it's a cast." 
and then he has the crutch and he's going into what like his own house like he's pretending Uh, that part was unclear to me because pantera hops out i think he's going to go meet with um the picasso trigger which i think they just figured out but he he did he figure out that he was was there a scene there i missed where like they figure out that he's still alive like when he looks at the yeah yeah they were watching the, the watch it was like it had something to do with a watch. I think we missed a scene where they had sex on an airplane. That was in there they, somewhere. They had sex on the airplane, yeah, and they talked about some things. I think she looked at his his watch. Or he looked at his watch or something. He had like this aha moment. Like there was he, wait he a was minute, wearing he was wearing his watch on the wrong hand or something like that, and he was like, yeah. "Oh, that means it wasn't him." They got us. Got you. Got you, motherfucker. Got you. I think that's what that, that word. Whatever that note where I wrote discovery. I think I wrote, should have wrote more down. I think that was yeah, yeah, discovery. Yeah. They're on a plane. They have sex. There's a lot of information here, but yeah. I did not because there was a sex scene every two minutes, and I got bored. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You get you get wrapped up in it. You definitely can. But <laughs> when they after so basically what happens is the bomberang goes off. They blow up those dudes, right? Then I think is when they cut to um, them just trying to like storm the warehouse or storm the the henchmen, like what's it called uh, where were they like a camp and and that's the same place that he is at with the crutch the one where yeah she uh they're shooting people and she rides the little motor car off the surfboard directly into the house and the yeah 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 which is interesting because like it's a remote control car with a bomb on it right you brought up how that they drove the rc car with the bombs into the like gazebo right and like she like blew nobody up. It was the weirdest thing. Like she was like, "Yeah, got him," and then she runs up, in her little you know skimpy, her skimpy federal agent gear. <laughs> she immediately gets shotgunned in the chest because she didn't kill anybody. <laughs> and then I was yeah. like, "Oh, well, that's the end of her." And then she turns around and she's like, "Ha ha! Good thing I had my vest on." Which I guess there's a bulletproof yeah. fishing vest. I don't know what was going on there. But... Yeah. And the dude that comes out, doesn't he, isn't he kind of blown up like Wiley Coyote? Like he's like, looks oh, like. Oh yeah. It was cartoonish. <laughs> like he had the, um, he had like the charcoal smearing on his face and stuff like the soot, I yeah. guess. Cause he survived an and explosion. I mean, <laughs> yeah. He comes out and then she gets shot and he tricks him. And so <laughs> I think there were one other scene where there was another dude who gets shot like through the paper, like divider. Like yep. pop, 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 and there's cool like you know blood yeah, on the divider yeah. thing. That's yep. pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, he like falls out and like, ah, falls out. Oh, ah, you got me. <laughs> yeah, just the most uh, basic shit. Um, <laughs> so it's at at that same house that the scene I was talking about where he shows up with the crutch. Is it that? It's got to be the same house, right? I, it's got to be. I think he comes oh, into a different entrance. Oh, wait, it's, not the, it's not. It's not the same house because later he's with. I thought he was with the same girl. He's with a different girl. That must be at a different house. Because why would he show up all all secretive when they've just like blown the whole? Ah, uh, yeah, house yeah, up? yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's got to be somewhere once, else. Once again, it's probably it's probably literally the other side of the house they're filming on, <laughs> but it's not supposed to be. Because so confusing. Okay, so he 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 comes in, and he's like having like the standoff with, uh, shocker, Picasso trigger is back. Uh, yep. He was not killed, and he's still and he's also got the painting there, right? Yeah, he's got the Picasso trigger. It's like, <laughs> I could have sworn you sold this to charity, but okay. Even if he died, he would still give that to charity. Or exactly. They were like, oh, I guess he died. Might as well put him back in his house. 
Well, he says something about the the real one is here, the fake one is in the gallery. Oh, like, oh that's right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, I forgot about it's that. It's so yeah. stupid. It's it makes no sense. Ha ha ha! Double crossed you on the painting. <laughs> yeah, and it feels like he walks from like the most beautiful Hawaii, uh, like noon day, into like the blackest room ever. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's like you can't see the walls. It's just him, uh, Travis, and the painting. It's yeah. like you can't it's, see. It's walls. like he walked into like a one a two man play in like a <laughs> a, a set, right? And it's like yeah. you know, there's like an audience behind him, and they're doing these, yeah, these yeah. monologues, and yeah. uh, and all the time he's slowly getting the crutch ready. Like he, this guy doesn't see him pointing, Dude, he's loading the crutch up the crutch at so, his face. So, yeah. So okay, so we know it's a crutch gun, right? Because the professor tells him it's a gun, but apparently it's also a Geiger counter. Like I remember yeah. him. He comes <laughs> in and he makes this weird noise when he puts the. Uh, when he puts the uh, the laser, he puts the laser sight on Picasso Trigger's chest, and it makes this noise like, and I was like, and he That's types, not what it, laser he types sound in like. boobs into the calculator. Yeah, like, there's a lot of radiation here. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of radiation here, and I was like, so wait, is he like cancerous or something? Like, are the cancer snakes coming back? Like, I don't know what's going on. What oh, is man, the I idea wish. of radiation? But then. And I think they kind I, of explain it, I guess, later. I, I guess don't. Gonna... That, I think that was some 80s thing where I think pacemakers used to be powered by, like, radioactive batteries or something. That, yeah, because he has. A, that's what like, you're saying. He has a pacemaker. So apparently that's why he said there's a lot of radiation in here. I'm I like, think it's like right. a joke we don't understand anymore. I don't know how 80s pacemakers worked, but <laughs> they do not work that way now. Apparently they have. <laughs> uh, apparently they've got nuclear power. <laughs> yeah, and so all these things are like very important plot points to like the finishing of the movie. Uh huh. Yeah, I just I don't I don't get it. This this is a cool <laughs> only cool scene part of the scene is that like he makes his move to shoot him and like a pane of bulletproof glass yeah. drops. <laughs> and, <laughs> And it drops like I mean they show in slow motion like coming down. There's a lot of slow and motion it, in this movie too. It's also clearly not bulletproof glass because it breaks. Because oh, it breaks. It breaks. <laughs> and then they cut back to it and they're like, it didn't really break. And it's like, wait a minute. I saw that glass. <laughs> yeah. You shot that glass with a bullet. Saw it. So it does not hit Picasso trigger. What does happen though is he activates the uh camera mounted rockets that shoot <laughs> I uh, shoot directly at his chair from six feet away. Six and, feet away. And miss, apparently. 80s explosions, man. <laughs> it's got to be a rocket. Can't just be the accuracy of a, a bullet. It's got to be a rocket, dude. It's got to be a rocket. Yeah. Rocket shooting cameras. Crazy. Um, so then, I guess, uh, at, at this point, does Pandora come back? Not Pandora. What the fuck? Pantera. Oh. Come back in. No. Like, I think I'm going to get booted again. What's happening to you? My 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 keyboard is freezing. Oh, I, I you're freezing. I, you're now your face is frozen. No, not quite here. Don't take him so early. Wait, you're back. You're back. You're back. No, no. Um, bulletproof glass. I think is what we said. And then the bomb. Glass bomb. <laughs> uh, he gets shot, and I think this is where Pan Pandora comes back in. God damn, I said it again. Uh, P Pantera. <laughs> she comes back in the room and like you know it's not awkward that there's bullets and bombs and shit 
starts making That's out right. with fucking and, and Travis. She, he had to nowhere. have known she was there because how else would he have found dude, right? <laughs> I don't know. It feels it, this know, whole, all these double crossings know. feels like I have no fucking idea what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a um, triple cross. Anyway. <laughs> and so you can't triple sample double stamp. <laughs> um so they're they're hugging and making out and she brings the knife out and she's about to switchblade it into his back when yep. fucking lady shoves a um, Donna comes yeah. out of nowhere and fucking harpoons this bitch <laughs> right through the heart god I'm amazed it didn't have like a piece of the heart on the end of it like... bop, bop, bop. I wish it did I wish it did still beating a yeah. still beating heart out of the chest and, and she collapsed <laughs> Donna goes oh fuck him oh Donna goes, oh, uh, huh, oh, I what? thought you were freezing. Like... <laughs> no, 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 no freezing. You... Donna goes, she was a double agent or something like that, or she was with him. And <laughs> Travis, oh, no. <laughs> he's like, looks like he's about to burst into tears. He's all oh, angry. No. She was like, you I knew it the whole time. I, I knew it the whole time. I knew it the whole time. <laughs> he wipes his eyes and just runs off the set. It's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. So he like Naruto runs it into the parking lot or whatever. Um, <laughs> she kills Pandora. Oh, here's my favorite part though. She, she I think I wrote down Pandora is why I keep saying that. It's the best playlist um, ever, man. Then she put she put, also puts on a trident onto her spear gun. Like she used the spear, and and then she was like, yes. it's gonna be a fork this time." <laughs> and then they do this like cocaine fueled run to the beach. I, <laughs> I guess they're chasing after uh, Picasso Trigger. Yeah, and he yes. he falls. Who's not well? He uh, he think he's dead. Uh, I don't fucking know. There's this is the quadruple. you don't tell me about this. <laughs> anyway, he he as they're running, he falls down that hill. Apparently, fact really yeah. fell down that hill. They just left it in the movie because <laughs> they only do one take in this movie. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, they, and they run through some, like, they, like, had this scene where I thought they should have edited here. They run down the hill, and then they have to slowly go under, like, a barbed wire fence. Like, they don't show it, but there's definitely a weird, like, okay, go. Oh, don't get hurt. You know, like, slide under the fence. Don't get hurt. And then they keep running, and they're shooting, shooting this guy. I think there's some, some kind of running and shooting. But then he gets into a hovercraft. Of course. Oh, yeah, hovercraft. 80s. Hovercraft was yeah. in the 80s. You got to get it. You got to get the single person hovercraft action. And it's so awkward. <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, our dude, our dude Travis gets on the wet jet and, and, and slips out of the ocean. Yep. The wet jet. <laughs> <laughs> the way he was sitting on this wet jet, I thought he was going to crush his nuts, man. He's like, he's like, his ass is sprawled all the way back. Like he's trying to take a dump off the edge of the wet jet. And every time he hits a wave, I'm just like, his nuts are going to smash into this. And like seat. almost everything else in the movie, he's so terrible at it. He Like, he's, he crashes this yeah, thing he right away. Right. And he's, he just flops off while, <laughs> while dude circles around him slowly shooting his Uzi at him. And this part was so like... Yeah, and I think this is the part... This is the part when he nods back to the shitty shooting he had on the boat. I think the, uh, the Picasso trigger says to him, because uh, uh, Travis goes, stop or I'll shoot. And then, like, <laughs> Picasso Trigger goes, oh, I've seen you shoot before. Yeah. Some shit. He's just not But where would he have seen all. him? They moved two other dudes. Was he I hanging out? Picasso Trigger sees everything. They, they reported in. <laughs> He's real bad. 
<laughs> this guy can't shoot for shit. So yeah, he, he definitely takes that Luger again and shoots about 16 shots. And I think he basically just throws it in the water at the end. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> and he's high trying to hide behind the the wet jet from lately guys. And they don't even yeah. use blanks in that Uzi. Did you notice that? Like there's no fire yeah. coming out of the end of it. They just add the audio in. <laughs> Well, sound? There's no way he could. He, there's no way he could awkwardly drive this hovercraft and balance himself and try to no. shoot at the same time. No. Yeah, it's it's literally the most cumbersome yeah. attack ever. He's on a hovercraft, probably one of the most inaccurate vehicles to maneuver, and he's shooting yeah. an Uzi. It's like this makes no. You're not going to hit anything either. You're talking shit about my boy Travis. Yeah, <laughs> it he didn't work either. And he like I noticed the Uzi had like green tape wrapped around the end of it. I thought that was like cue for like this is the one that doesn't work like don't try to shoot this one yeah so they just added in the blam 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 as they were as they're filming it um so uh uh, they did wrote write down this is some of the worst shooting ever um and then the next thing i wrote down is explode fork because she shoots that fork i guess at the hovercraft and the hovercraft explodes i guess yeah it exploded and then they're sitting there and, and they're, they're like, we did it. Oh, good time. And I thought like a sex scene was going to break out. But it turns out that they were thinking, <laughs> I wonder who that really was. Because he had the helmet on the whole time. They had to. He had a helmet on the whole time. Yeah. This is the most obvious one. Because they're chasing this guy. And I'm like, he's got a fucking helmet. How do they know who this guy is? And they never explained who this guy was. He says something like, I wonder who he was. and Or something. And I'm like, well, go look. Like, part of him is around here. <laughs> Yeah, he held it off. I don't fucking. And then they just cut back to, and it's the priest, and the priest is loading up the, the painting. Yeah. And I thought, oh man, has the priest uh-huh. been the Picasso uh-huh. trigger the whole time? It's just... the whole time. Yeah, but exactly. no. <laughs> it's like usual. Yeah, suspects. he's gonna Kaiser Soze his way out of there. That would have been a much better ending. <laughs> he's, he's gonna like slowly peel off his his priest mask or something like Mission Impossible. But no, he's just he's just his old ass henchman. And the real Picasso trigger comes out of nowhere and <laughs> blows the priest away. It's just, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just like, like that. That part was like kind of a letdown because I was kind of like, oh, finally, yeah. it's like the writer of this movie gonna like re- totally redeem himself. No, not, <laughs> not. But at then all. this comes back to the thing you were talking about earlier the the pacemaker thing. The ra- yeah, the radiation. So he has like typed into the calculator the signal moves of his pacemaker Oops. i don't know i'm it's oh, like yeah yeah apparently the pacemaker is a home like a a heat signal or some shit or a radiation signal that he can track or something yeah but so he but dials point, it up he dials up the coordinates to the pacemaker yeah by this point in the movie i'm so tired of paying attention to this dumb plot that i'm like whatever <laughs> and so he types in like one two three four and hits the button <laughs> and it's like he just he just types it he just holds it up into the air and just goes and just shoots a rocket out yeah shoots it up he shoots it up like a fucking Roman and it goes candle. so far it goes flying and what i thought was funny is though like, he shoots it and then we cut as the movie to the house where he's like putting the uh-huh. painting in the back and it hits him yeah, yeah, hits yeah. him he's directly in the up. chest it's like boom right in the chest because yeah man because that's where the the radiation yeah. signal was from that. He does that like moment before impact, like oh, <laughs> he's fucking dead. <laughs> but my my, I would argue radiation <laughs> is not a efficient yeah. way to have a life saving device. Couldn't put that near the heart. To- 
think, right? Shouldn't have radiation. This is a microwave. Like, what the fuck? Where did they get this logic? Anyway, from? so well, my fa- uh, my part, my point was that the, these guys are like a mile away on the beach, and they're just like, Funk. and they're like, they they like listen for it, they hear an explosion, they're like, job well done. You're like, they don't really. We did it. They don't know if that hit an apartment complex in, in Waikiki or something. They're just like, good job. <laughs> like, what, what if it dead? didn't work? You know what I mean? Like, they, they don't even care at all. Picasso triggered. Yeah. And I thought they would leave it open for like, oh, he, he got away. But no, he definitely did not. He definitely yeah. exploded. Because there, uh, there's continuity between the other movies. That's what makes me want to actually watch them, but not really, if that makes any sense. Right? Like, I kind of do want to see how it all ties in together because I think Miguel Ortiz was a carryover from the first one. There was a couple. I think Picasso. I think trailer. the main dude is a is a carryover, or he carries over to other ones. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like by this point, mm-hmm. the the audio commentary is just like this dude licking his fingers and being like, mm, "The movie's so good, mm, <laughs> mm, so delicious." <laughs> it just gets so bad, and so I'm, I'm with you. Look at all these boobs. I'm with you too. Where like I want to, it's like I want to know the rest of the story, but like it is so bad when you're watching it that like don't. It's like yeah. Anyway, we should probably go to the next part of the podcast where we talk about this. And now we're going to talk about who's your guy in this movie. Who's your favorite character, or who's your favorite uh, person, background person, uh, anybody, man or woman? Who's your anybody. favorite guy? I'll let you go first. I instantly, instantly gravitated towards uh, side pony. Oh yeah, side 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 pony ninja dude, man. He he was he was it for me. Yeah, we're gonna double up on that one because that is a hundred percent my favorite guy too. <laughs> From the moment he's on the screen in the like in the in the uh, yeah. Sea World thing, and so that's the fight scene's the best. Every time he's on screen, he's just yeah. like cheesing it up, and he just loves to be there. And him yeah. getting hit with the with the scorpion move and getting hit in the face with the flying roundhouse, hundred percent sold it. That guy's the best, and and he lives through the whole movie, so he's definitely going to be back, right? He made it, yeah. So he's he's a hero in my book. All right, <laughs> definitely good. Um, so now we talk about uh, your rating for the movie, and we've on the movie night podcast, a movie night, movie night. We've uh, we've done a one to five rating. Um, and that mean that who knows what that means honestly like is that mean I enjoyed it or does that mean it's a good movie it it varied when we were talking about those movies it could be like I was in a good mood that night and I really enjoyed it and I could I could I could recommend it to somebody yeah. um but it also yeah, yeah. it could be like no this still sucked <laughs> this is still a two um, <laughs> and so for this movie I guess I'll go first on this one I I'm gonna give right. it like a two. Like a two point two. Like I can't even give it above a two. It's like so. It's not terrible. It's not like horrific. We've we've yeah. seen some bad movies. Like we've seen some movies that are barely movies. Like that movie uh-huh. Spookies or uh, Things it was like a Canadian <laughs> horror movie we watched one time that was like uh, barely a movie. Like this is a movie. This has a plot. This, this has is a, a movie. This has a lot of plot. They tried to put it all together. It's just uh-huh. like it has action. It's got scenes that kind of fit together. It's a movie. It gets a two for me. You know, it's funny because I was going to say 2.5. Uh, so I, I'm right there with you where it's hard to give it like a solid 
three because in my mind if you give it a three it's something that you could probably revisit if you're in the right mood right um it doesn't have enough it's one of those things where it's like if somebody said they'd never have never seen it before i I would find it hard to recommend so even to me giving it a 2.5 is kind of generous but the only reason why i give it a 2.5 i guess is because of my favorite (laughs) character like when that insane shit starts to happen, like it was enjoyable, but it's not enough. It's that there's not enough of that. Like, I don't know. There, there just isn't. And it's like, you know, nudity can only carry something so far. Like, it's just so funny how the times have changed, right? Like if I really want to see some, some, some TNA, I don't need it from a movie. Like I, there's so many other places I can go. If I want to see TNA, like those things can yeah. be separate. I think that's why it's so hard for me to enjoy movies when they force that kind of stuff down your throat. It's like, these are two different things. I'm trying to yeah. watch a movie. Like if I want to see TNA, I, I know where to go find it. <laughs> like I can find it somewhere else. I don't yeah. It's so funny. Movie. This is definitely an artifact of the eighties. Like they needed this type of movie yep. where like, it was like a sexy action movie. And like, they kind of just don't make these anymore, I guess. I mean, I don't think they, I mean, maybe we're just not watching them, but they're definitely not making like hard, this is, I wouldn't say it's hardcore TNA, that's the wrong word, but like where it has a lot of T's and almost no A's. Uh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you, man. (laughs) No, you're you're, you're right. And I think that's once again, the sign of the times, right? Which is something we're going to recognize with all these movies that we keep revisiting um, is sexy is different these days because there's still sexualization in these movies right they have attractive people still doing it and they might put on a tight little outfit here and there and 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 draw your eye to it but it's not this like where it's just like the awkward nonsensical nudity (laughs) like just out of nowhere like that kind of stuff doesn't happen like it just it's just not like yeah, that. There definitely is an artifact of the 80s where they needed these movies because, like, nudity puts the, puts the butts in the seats. You know, they need to get them in the theater. They, yeah. they, they like the boobs. Yeah. Uh, but now. <laughs> they, got it, we got to give them the boobs. But it's like, see, that's the thing. Like, I've always thought, I guess this is, I don't know if you call this softcore because it's not really. This is not. Core, this is a weird. Like, not, it's, yeah. it's not really sex. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird just like boobs. That's yeah. really all it is. It's like, it's just boobs. And it's like, but why is it just boobs? Well, like, I, that's why I never thought I'd sense. get bored of boobs, like... but it turns out I can. It's like. <laughs> you can. It's a lot no, of music. The music's terrible. And it's, boobs, there's so much. Canoodling. And then. There's so much the of nothing scene. in this movie. Yeah. It's like. They they did their one yeah. trick. And then they just kept doing it. And it's like. Yeah, I saw it. Yep. I saw the trick. It was nice. Yeah. I see those boobs. Right. Oh, we're going to see them again? Oh, I guess we yeah, are. Those we're are boobs, all right. <laughs> And hearing this guy on the on the audio commentary, it was like he never gets it never gets old for him. He's like, yeah, they want to see more boobies. They'll give him we'll give him these boobies that looking good. And every every also this is maybe this is a sexist thing, but every girl in the movie has the same body type. That also help it doesn't yep. help. It's like can we mix it up a little bit? You know, like get a little. No, you're right. That's another thing. That's a, that's probably a product of yeah. that time too, man. Like. Here is the type. This is what yeah. we're going to give them. I mean, and that's, you know, it is, I don't want to call it sexist, but that's just kind of how that is the sexist, I guess, in and of itself. That is the sexism where they're like, this is the defined sexy. Yeah. This is the defined beauty. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, look, 
they're not bad looking women don't get me wrong but just like you said there's really no variety like it literally is the same yeah. body type and it's like puffed up boobies in yeah a little waist flat <laughs> it's, it's the playboy uh look it's the playboy centerfold yep. look. I mean, that's clearly where they got them from so yeah what can you expect yeah yeah yep yeah. um kind of boring i agree uh it, it's not even a really good like movie night movie because when you're like when we're talking about it yep. i'm having fun like it's i remember all the funny parts and like you know there, there are but we talked about it in almost the same like the movie probably but <clears throat> we, but did, we went yeah. into the details of a bunch of scenes and left out all the boring parts but there's tons of boring parts where it's like oh my god this is there's still going on like even though there's so many scenes in this movie they just kind of meander and they're not that exciting and so there's not enough funny parts like with hard ticket to hawaii there's at least like oh my god you gotta see this fucking cancer snake or the guy the cancer snakes or, it's or the guy that does yeah. the the hand stand on the skateboard for no reason and it gets blown up by a quad rocket launcher <laughs> like there's all kinds of crazy shit <laughs> guy gets a uh, uh, frisbee to the neck that's covered in razor blades like it's like wacky shit happened left and right it's awesome this movie it's just love more, that like, stuff if they had more of that crazy stuff maybe i could give it a give it a three or a four but it just doesn't it's just like a basic movie it's just like we yeah. shot him with a gun uh, yeah, yeah. That's a, besides from a couple <laughs> scenes a couple funny scenes yeah all right uh yeah. in the soon to be canceled uh, segment is it appropriate for the kids we will say <laughs> no Dude. yeah this one is uh nope. not a chance this one is not gonna happen ne- ever like at all <laughs> I, when my kids are like 25 or 30 i might show them hard to take it to hawaii and be like this is a wacky movie from when i was a kid but not yeah. this one. Not this one. <laughs> this one's not gonna no. Be worth it. no, it's not this one. It's it's just so problematic. Like when you sit here and try to explain just why. That's the thing that gets me is the why. Like, what is why is there so many boobs? Like, yeah, I couldn't even. <laughs> I'll go look, for God's sakes. I'll go look at a Playboy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I want to see all these boobs, I'll just go look at a Playboy. I don't yeah, even. Yeah, it's so it's funny. All... I couldn't even begin to like if I was trying to watch this. Like, let like, I. I have a hell of a time explaining like normal eighties movies to my children, let alone like this one. And not to mention like there'd be so many like <laughs> technology things that they wouldn't get. And I mean that those that's like a they normal thing. Get any like, of it, you know, no. well, why why is this yeah. I don't why is this crutch shooting? What why is that a calculator? Yeah, sorry, that's what computers look like in the eighties. I don't know. <laughs> because they put that calculator on there and they thought, this is good enough. It still says clear all of that thing. You know what I mean? Like they didn't even put new buttons on it. <laughs> ah, so frustrating. <laughs> anyway, a Geiger counter yeah. somehow, but it had the addition <laughs> functions on there. Like it was clearly in view. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, oh, that's fantastic. Okay, well, so now yeah. uh, we're done with this movie. Uh, we've we've said we didn't quite enjoy it, but it was like a thing we did. Um, are you watching anything else right now? Are you, are you anything better than this? Can you recommend something better than this? <laughs> uh, let's see. So I just, yeah, right. I just started mm. White Lotus. The, fir- um, the first I don't know season? how good it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm literally in the middle of the first episode yeah. of the first season. It's good. We watched the whole first season. Um, it it definitely has like a, a vibe to it that's real cool. And I definitely enjoyed the whole thing. Um, it's a little bit, only caveat I'll give you is a little bit like, like, I don't know, like lost where like you, you think okay. there's going to be more 
and maybe that's just how my brain works. Like, oh my god, there's all this shit going on and okay. double crossing and blah 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 blah. Just like turn that part of your brain off <laughs> and just like enjoy what's actually on screen and don't try to be like, yeah, okay. it's still a good show and it. Don't try to think yeah, outside. It's of it. still okay. good. There's still some twists and turns and you don't know who who done it the whole time and that's it's very good, but it's not like. <laughs> It's not like triple level, like double crossings and all that. Like I don't know why my brain does that. Okay. But yeah, it's still a good show. The yeah. second season is coming out soon, I think, or now I think it's already out. Okay. I I, I mean I started it because I like uh-huh. Jennifer Coolidge, right? I mean we we talk about this, you know, sex symbol item, right? And obviously everybody thinks of her as yep. Stifler's mom, and uh, it's just nice to see her still being active, right? Because you know just as well as everybody else does, and Hollywood, man, once you get to a certain age, they kind of just write you yeah. off. So it's cool to see her getting some love in her older years. So um, I've always thought she was pretty funny. So I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, check it out and see what she's doing. So I heard she got an Yeah, she makes one hot so. dog real bad. But she also, yeah, did win the Emmy for that. Uh, Emmy for Best Supporting uh, Actor. I'm going yeah. to check it out, man. I'm going to have to check it out. I'm, I'm looking forward to yeah, the journey it's going to take me on. Like I said, I'm in the middle of season one so i guess we'll talk later and see how far i've gotten uh what about you um recently i think we're finishing up uh sandman we're almost done with that um we did the rings of power If, if we don't finish a show in like a set amount of time like two three weeks if we don't binge a uh-huh. show we'll just forget about it like it'll be a good show we're, yeah. and we're both like yeah we should get back to that and then we just don't. And it'll be years will go don't. by. And we'll be like, oh, we should get back uh, to that show. You remember that show we were watching? Yeah. Was... <laughs> That's kind of how we started with yeah. Game of Thrones. So we're trying to do that. We finished Rings of Power. It's pretty good. Uh, we have not started the, the Dragon, uh, House of the Dragon. So uh, okay. we should get into okay. the next. So the first season's done. We finished that. So, so the wife and I went to the Poconos um, last weekend. And um, we binged The Watcher out of nowhere. So we watched all of that. The Watcher or The Witcher? Um, we, 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 oh, the Watcher. That. The Watcher. Who is in that movie or show? Uh, what's that guy's name? I can't remember his name. It's an interesting one. Apparently it's based on a true story. Some stuff that happened okay. in New Jersey. Yeah. But it's like, it's suspenseful. You don't really know what's going on. And then like. It definitely leaves you. Isn't that the one where like it's still first... an ongoing case and like they don't really know what happened? Okay, yes. I heard about that. Yeah, the end. The end of the first <laughs> season, they're like case is still open. And you're yeah. like, wait a minute, heard, what? Heard about that. Justin was like, is that it? And I'm like, <laughs> I told you it was still it was still going on. It was like it was weird okay. how it ended, but um, okay, yeah, it was okay. All right, that's cool. Um, if people are looking for a recommendation for another '80s movie, I, we also obviously would recommend Hard Ticket to Hawaii, the movie before this. Clearly, we've referenced it many times. Oh yeah! If you're gonna oh, watch one of these yeah. movies, that's it. Like, you know, it's just way better than this, <laughs> and it kind of moves along. I, I I I have faith without seeing the other, I guess seven because we've already yeah. seen two in this guy's library. I have faith that Hard Ticket to Hawaii has to be the best. There one. has to be a reason. If you like zany, yeah, 80s there has shit. to be a reason that it's the only one we ever heard of. You know, nobody ever said, "Oh shit, have you seen this other one?" Yeah, I've never heard any. I looked through the list. There's there's not a one that I've ever heard of. I might still download them and like skip <laughs> skip through them or something. I don't know. Just get a taste. You're gonna forget which movie you're watching because it's like the same. I'm actresses. sure you will, right? I mean, if they use re. 
apparently the, <laughs> they'll come back in the other movies as like he's a villain in this movie and he'll like be reappeared and like he'll have a different hairstyle and he'll be in the next movie as a as a hero yeah god oh, that's so man. lame it's so low rent <laughs> and like i i do kind of like give him a little bit of credit because it's like he made all these movies outside the studio system he got like a his, his first movie he was like a co-financer with a, him and hugh hefner gave like two hundred thousand dollars each and so he still owns all the rights mm-hmm. to the movies and so like i think that's what they do for a living is they just sell dvds of these things so they're not like at, they're not like out of print oh. you know there's no like fight over the rights he owns them all and it's so funny that's pretty if you cool. go to his website also r.i.p andy sedaris he died like uh like five years ago <laughs> but um his website's still up andy sedaris.com and the funny thing is you can buy them all on blu-ray for like 15 bucks each or something like that on, from his website pretty decent okay. price for blu-ray right it comes and it comes with like behind yeah. the scenes stuff and uh i think you can i don't know what i i got from the website that maybe you could like subscribe to the website for like behind the scenes videos that was one of the creepier parts i think his wife said we have behind the scenes video of the shower scene we're selling that on our website and i was like oh this is the grossest part of this this feels bad that's disgusting <laughs> that's like that's like they're trying to make their yeah. own only fans like they're like forget only i fans. think that was recorded before these these chicks didn't know that we recorded them up yeah. their butt I like, think wait, this what? was recorded before <laughs> OnlyFans existed, but I'm not positive of that. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think they know that OnlyFans Yeah, these people exists. don't understand technology. Their website is made on Wix. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> but the funniest part was you can buy them a Blu-ray for 15 and subscribe to their website. But if you want to buy like a 12-movie set of them, it's like 20 bucks. A 12-DVD set. So if like you don't want that high-end quality, you can get each of these movies for like a dollar. In, in their 12 pack or something it's insane i expected it you gotta sell that for like 40 bucks i don't know why i just like so are we selling are we are we spending 14 dollars on box? yeah i kind of want to see what it is now i look i, I couldn't find it but... <laughs> uh, it's just them it's just them sitting around eating like club sandwiches yeah and shit. it's just like all like behind the scenes pictures of them being like thumbs up boobies <laughs> yeah we're on the set <laughs> so all right um another podcast in the books we have done it uh we don't have a sign off we we're just gonna end it with a i don't know exploding boomerang into the sun and we're gonna <laughs> chuck it out there and say see you next time see <laughs> all right mark all right man i'm gonna stop the recording and cheers ladies and gentlemen yeah, 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 job well done yeah.